Welcome to the Odyssey Podcasts. This is Jean Cavellos, Director of the Odyssey Writing Workshops Charitable Trust. Odyssey is a nonprofit with the mission of helping writers of fantasy, science fiction, and horror improve their work. To fulfill our mission, we offer a six week workshop each summer in New Hampshire, online writing courses and webinars each winter a critique service and consultations year-round, and many free resources, including these podcasts. Please consider making a donation to Odyssey so more writers can build their skills and realize their dreams. We can only continue each year with the support of donors like you. For more information on Odyssey, visit odysseyworkshop.org. Podcast 93 is an excerpt from a lecture by Kij Johnson at Odyssey 2015 on scale and complexity. The text of this recording is copyright 2015 by Kij Johnson. The sound recording is copyright 2016 by Odyssey Writing Workshops Charitable Trust. I wanted to start with the question of scale. One of the very first decisions that a lot of writers make about a story is how big it's going to be. You don't know it's going to be an 8,000-word story or a 12,000-word story, but you do know it's a novel or it's not a novel. And the question is why. Why do we make the decision we do about which one it is? There are a lot of reasons, and there are a lot of ex exceptions, and I'll just lay that out right now. For everything I say here, there's an equal and opposite exception. These are just sort of useful rules that you can use or discard as you find productive. So, as far as scale goes, it is about the scale of the story. Is this a short story or not? You can tell any story as long or as short as you want, but it changes the, sort of the nature of it. So you can tell a story about worlds changing in 3,000 words. You can tell the story of Lord of the Rings in 3,000 words. But you end up telling it as a fable. You lose details and you lose specificity, and specificity is at the heart of the novel in the same way it is at the heart of the short story. The reading experience is a linear, immersive experience. It is one of the art forms that can only be experienced through time. You cannot experience it the way you can a movie. You see a movie in time, but when something goes up there, when a picture goes up on the screen, you have a million <coughs> things you can look at. You have a million things that you can react to, and it is the director's decisions and the cinematographer's decisions that tell you which pieces are the important points. But for us, we tell everything in one long skinny string, and you have to get through all of the previous pieces of the string to get to where you are right now, and you have to keep going to get to the end of the story. And you can read a story out of order and things like that, but generally, if, you, if the reader is skipping ahead, that's because it's boring. That's because the part that you have gotten to is a piece of string that they're pretty sure they know what's happening on that string, so they just move ahead to where the string is going to surprise them again. So the story as an immersive reading experience. What that means is that we can only experience a story minute by minute, word by word. The process, the serial process, is always the same. So the unique gift that fiction brings, that the printed page brings, is the fact that we write it in our heads. And we, we are manipulated very carefully as readers along a line, along that string, so that we think we are being continually surprised, continually new revelations, new discoveries, new excitements, new, new ideas. But it, the writer is exactly controlling 
everything about it, and it is one person in charge that is the writer. So it is a, a supremely manipulative art, and if you are not conscious of that while you are writing it, then you're not doing it right. You are writing like a reader instead of like a writer. As a reader, you read to be surprised, but as a writer, we may write to be surprised, but in the end, what we produce, our finished product, we need to be in 100% control of every single word. And if we make a choice that we're going to use the word meander instead of wander, we should have a reason. That reason could be rhythm, that reason could be sound, that reason could be, well, meander reminds me of my mom because she always said meander and right this moment I feel warm and I want this story to feel warm so I'm going to use meander. The reason doesn't always have to be on the page, but you need to know why. And a lot of us, especially as new writers, we come into writing with this sort of, we write because we love to read or because we love to watch movies. And if any of you are here because you love to watch movies and you want to write fiction, um, boy, is this the wrong... You can learn a lot about story by learning how to write a short story, but I deal with so many people who are in graduate programs who are not actually interested in the written page. The skill set needed to produce a film or something like that is so fundamentally different. The skill set to tell a story in a movie is quite different. So, back to my long string. Back to the immersive experience. What this means is that any story can be told at any scale, and we can tell Lord of the Rings on 3,000 words, a string this long. But you'll know that we do not have a lot of words. We do not have a lot of time to do it. And if you just do the math, and your average sentence is 11 words long, or let's say 10, because that's easy, you can now do the math, and you know that I now have 300 sentences to tell Lord of the Rings. So how do I know that that would probably be a bigger story? Is scale. It is a big story about big events that take place across a world and will change that world. Generally speaking, if you are writing a story where the world is changing, or even sometimes if your character is changing in really substantial ways, it needs to be longer. If you tell it too fast, you are missing some of the juice of it. You're missing some of the meat. And this is a really common writer problem. There are reasons why we back away from getting into the meat of stories, but one of those reasons is courage. And I, I believe that complexity is the heart of fiction, that you find as much particular, unique, and, and perfectly controlled complexity as you can in a story, and that's the gift that we bring, is that we bring a certain kind of complexity that operates on many, many levels, from a visual level to an emotional and thematic level. We have gifts nobody else does. So... If, you are not in, if your fiction is simple, if you are writing stories and they are simple, ask yourself why. If you're not engaging with complexity in your stories, make sure it's not because you don't know how, and make sure it's not because you're afraid to. If you are not engaging with like major themes, higher topics, complicated feelings, it, love is never just love, and happy endings are never just happy. Um, nothing is simple. And in a story, things are not going to be simple. Even in children's stories, the best children's stories have moments of opacity, moments of bittersweetness. So complexity and higher themes, bigger things. A story needs to be about bigger than the container. And not bigger as far as content goes, but bigger as far as theme goes, bigger as far as meaning goes. But novels must go larger. Novels must be long, of course, but they must go larger. Writing a novel that is about nothing except itself is the reason why we have all those shitty, shitty urban fantasies right now. Because these people are writing stories where they're not trying to engage with anything big. They're trying to write a story that they think will make them a living. 
or they're trying to trying to write a story that will get them published or whatever it is. So it must be about something bigger than itself. Story, in spite of what I said, story is always driven by character. Character is priority zero. Um, like Microsoft, you're coming out now. Because priority one in a genre is whatever that genre demands. Um, science fiction, it's ideas or, or world building. Fantasy, it's world building. And sometimes mythic stuff. But, but character, it must have character. Otherwise, people won't read it. Now, one of the reasons that really bad characters sometimes work fine is that if a character is sufficiently two-dimensional, the reader maps her own character onto it. That's not a good answer because what that means is that the character who is formed is not your character, you, the writer's character. With characters, though, we kind of need the character to be him or herself. She must be a real person, and you must control who she is. So... The number one issue for most people's fiction, most starting people, fiction, most unpublished fiction, I would say, is drabness. It's not exciting. It's not compelling. It's drab. Word choices are drab. Scenery is drab. Action sequences are drab. Dialogue is drab. And drabness happens for all of those reasons, but especially because there's an absence of dramatic tension. Um, and dramatic tension derives from stakes. And there are many, many ways you can build stakes into a story. When the status quo is disrupted, that's automatically a raise in stakes. When there is a conflict between what someone wants and what they have, or when there's a conflict between what they want and what they think they want, or when there's a conflict between what they want and the fact that what they want comes with what they don't want. So conflict between characters and within characters and about desires it comes from outside problems that are, um, with, what did I call it, the bear at the door? Yeah, the bear at the door. The outside threat, it can come from uh, the gravity of the stakes. It is automatically going to be more dramatic. There's going to be more tension built into the notion of a city being blown up than a house blown up. And both of those are going to be more dramatic than an abandoned car being blown up. So the gravity of the situation, how big, how much damage, how many people are going to be affected will change this. Tension will also develop through time compression. I'm sure you guys have talked about some of this. Time, the faster your time, most short fiction, it's like, takes place in a very short period. Novels will, of course, take place over a longer period, unless you are James Joyce and you want to write about 24 hours and go on endlessly about it. But it's a, it's a master move. 100,000 words that takes place in one day. That's a lot. Um, tension will also come from surprises, but especially from surprises that make total sense, and yet you, the reader, did not see it coming. And I will just add to that, that to my mind, it's never appropriate to withhold information from the reader that their point of view would know, unless there is a reason the point of view character is not prioritizing that right then. Um, anytime you're just hiding information for your reasons as a writer, you're doing it wrong. You can always find a way, always find a way to reason your way through why a character isn't thinking about that at the moment, or why a character doesn't think it's worth mentioning. But you need to do that work, because otherwise we feel, we all feel betrayed when we get to the end of a story and they're like, oh yeah, I forgot to mention. The text of this recording is copyright 2015 by Kij Johnson. The sound recording is copyright 2016 by Odyssey Writing Workshops Charitable Trust.